Shirin Kitzchoknag for Yudayin here. We're in Timon Pei Zayin Siv Zayin. We're in the middle of discussing the halachas pertaining to handling animals on Shabbos and what they're allowed to be wearing. Halacha Zayin. Ain't a time to go on little chickens. Are not allowed to go. Are not allowed to go out. Yaitzim They would have these little strings tied to their feet, either l'simon. So as a marking to know who they belong to, or they tie their feet together so they don't uh, knock over and break different uh, vessels and things that are in the yard. If you're tying their both feet together, it should be harder for them to escape, and that way they need to jump. They can only move so fast or so far. So in that case, it's for their safety, and then it is mutter. Um, and same deal, if you have horses, if they're pasturing in the field or grazing, you tie their two front legs together, so they can skip away quickly in that way. It's for their safety and it's motor. It is okay. You're not allowed to tie it. And he's going to spell out what is akud akud. You tie the front leg and the hind leg of the right side together. Or the left side and the leg side, left side. That you're not allowed to do even in the middle of the week. The ruggle, what's ruggle? It's called hog tying it. You tie, you bend the foot, uh, one foot up, and you tie the bottom part of the leg to the knee part of the leg. In that case, it's only walking on three feet. You tie one of the feet toe upward. So only go on three. So even in the middle of the week, you're not allowed to do that. You're causing pain to the animal. Halacha ches. A person has a servant or an uh, 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 aide that is a guy, and he's riding your behemoth on Shabbos when he's taking it to, to the well to give your behemoth to drink or your horse to drink. We said you don't have to stop him. We said you're not allowed to have your animal carry anything. When we ask our, behemoth to, our person to ride on a behemoth Shabbos, it's not It's not because the behemoth is not allowed to carry anything. Why? Because Medina, uh, uh, any living thing carries itself, so to speak, and the person is carrying itself. It's not as if the behemoth is carrying it. The reason we're not allowed to ride an animal is because you're going to hit it to guide the animal and you're going to rip off a branch from a tree. It has nothing to do with Israel Chiva. And therefore, there's no problem for a guy to ride the behemoth. Um, the yid is not allowed to ride the behemoth. But the guy doesn't have the iser to ride a behemoth. And being that the guy doesn't have an iser riding a behemoth. And the guy. It's not considered like the behemoth is carrying him because the chayna says atzmai. So you're allowed to allow the guy to ride the behemoth. It's not as if your behemoth is not being nach because it's carrying something. However, sorry, and he says, even if it puts down a saddle, the guy puts a saddle on the behemoth to ride on it. And we said before, you're not allowed to put a saddle only on a chamur so it shouldn't, it shouldn't get cold. But other animals, it's considered a masi. So if the guy puts a saddle or a cloth or some sort of material to sit on, to ride on a it's considered annulled to the guy, to the person that's riding it, so it's for his comfort, like his clothing, and not a master of the behemoth. However, you do need to make sure he doesn't put anything else on the behemoth. One is allowed to tell a guy to milk cows on Shabbos, even though it's dash, dash is a tolda, a minatayra of um, uh, yeah, it's of uh, soichet, mishum tzar balichayim. This is because 
It's the Chachamim said it's in Tsar Balchem, their Mater Amiru Lachem, which is the Rabbanon, Kiachalu Mitzara, to have excessive milk in the cow without it being uh, taken out is painful for the animal. However, the milk that the goy milks from the cow, even if you're watching, so it's not chalabakum, you're not allowed to even talk, you're not allowed to move it even um, on Shabbos. And even if you need its place or to save the milk, to put it in a shaded area, you're not allowed to move it because it is, it's neither, it wasn't there. The guy is allowed to put it in a place, and the guy should be the one to put it in a place that guards the milk, so it should be proper for after shots. And if he told the guy to uh, to milk, he didn't do it on his own. And you should buy it from him for a little bit of money, symbolically, to as if he did it for his own purposes. If he went on his own, even if it's your behemoth, and, and he works for you, he went and milked the cows on his own, you're allowed to take it for no uh, uh, for free. Something called force-feeding animals, which means they 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 they, they, and they take ducks and stuff the ducks. Okay? And they uh, and that way the the body doesn't process it quickly and in the body of the duck it turns into fat and it's very fat they become very fat and people sell it for for a big price says yes yes sir you should put them on gollum so the problem with this is that once you start force feeding it and it's a whole bunch of days until you actually shecht it so the animal won't go on its own to eat okay it's a different way of eating the animal's ready in a different matzah and therefore if you don't feed it on that day it's going to be mid star but it's not going to eat so therefore you're allowed to tell a guy in such a case to force feed these ducks even once they also you're not allowed to lend or even to rent out to your behemoth your livestock why this has to be before that, but on condition that he brings it to you back before Shabbos, because maybe he's going to do malachis that uh, you're not allowed to. Man, you know, it belongs to you. You just lent it to him, you rented it him, but it's your behemoth and it has to be resting on Shabbos, not allowed to be carrying things. What happens if it happened that he promised to give it back and he didn't? He should make it, uh, proclaim it ownerless before Shabbos, announce that it's hefker. We allow him to do it even on his own, even generally. There's halachas to make something hefker. You have to be do it before three, and you should do it uh, in front of the chayyot itself. Because this is just is the method of, pre- of preventing yourself from being over this prohibition of your animal. One is not allowed to rent out a guy or lend to him if you know that he's not going to get back to you before Shabbos, and you say, okay, I'm going to announce it, Hefke, because you're not allowed to rely on it. It's just a bit of to save yourself from this. One is, these are a whole bunch of dinner for a different, because of different malachas, but how a person should ha- handle his animals. So we said a person should not measure the barley that he wants to put before his behemoth in a measuring kli, because it's, it's, it looks like you're selling and buying that when you're using such a cleat. One should do it based on a general rough assumption. This is how much it needs. Pours it out and it's good. Halacha yud beis. A pile of hay that, and it's it's tight. So, it's not um, a kasher shokayama, a strong lasting kasher, which is the hainu snake shot himself gavazeh. Two knots, one on top of another. Then one is allowed to untie it and give it before a behemoth. It's not a kasher shalkeyama. How and like mitinik shara. One is allowed to cut a pumpkin if it's hard. 
the big ones are hard. You're allowed to cut it before behemoth because behemoth can't to get them to just bite into a full pumpkin. However, this providing that it was detached from the ground yesterday, right? If they're very soft, these pumpkins, and it's able to even with the way it is now, also you're not allowed to cut these pumpkins. Why? Because it's it's on Shabbos, like we said, you're not allowed to person can bring his behemoth to graze in front of a grass that's connected to the ground, and it's okay. It's not considered, even though we said that there's a, the behemoth has to rest, the Indian of Klisha, of Koitzer, doesn't apply to the behemoth. And it's better that way for her, and therefore it's not a malacha for her, like carrying, that's against her will. And you're allowed to be mamid your behemoth. It's not as if you're, so to so speak, setting it up to be doing malacha that it's not allowed. If a guy ripped out, Cut grass on Shabbos. Shehim muktim is noilat, and it wasn't it wasn't ready. It wasn't mochal lekach. Also, lahamet sham behemtesh toichal. You're not allowed to bring your behemoth to eat from this cut grass that the guy just cut because we're choishish. Maybe you're going to pick up and feed it, and if you pick up and feed it, this grass is muktzeh because the guy cut it just now on Shabbos. And mashenki grass is connected to the ground, but it's not going to be over on koitzeh. Rip it out of the ground and keep the behemoth. The altar of actually says you're. It's true that you're not allowed to put the behemoth there. You're allowed to stand in front of it, close, so it can't move in your direction. It's going to move back to the other direction, in the direction of this cut grass. That is okay. It won't be able to turn only to that direction. It eats on its own, that's okay. You're not allowed to be mamid the behemoth to eat from this guy's cut grass. Unless it doesn't have what to eat in that case, you're allowed to be mamed even the behemoth to eat from the grass that a guy cut because tsar balachaim chachamim were matter and we're not choishes just zeda nisad mukta. The chain im ein lama lish the same deal. The can it has nothing to drink. Motor lemon akam lahavid lamaim in a beish of a karmelus. We're matter of derabbanon, right? The karmel it's two derabbanons. The first derabbanon is bechal total in a karmelus is derabbanon and we're allowed to amir laakum. You're allowed to amir laakum, which is another derabbanon, two derabbanons. In a case where the behemoth is having tzabal chaim, that's not what to drink. The guy can go bring water. Halacha yedal, ein toilin al behemoth. One is not allowed to hang around the neck of the behemoth. Kis, whether it's a big pocket or a, a, a clear or a basket, shatoychem menu mitoycha that the behemoth should eat from within it. Now this kibun says that ein el la tiny bamal behemoth. This is just for uh, extra pleasure for the behemoth, like a delicacy. But it's not. It does. It doesn't need to. It could bend down. But this is dafka behemoth. And um, shloitim Savara, it shouldn't have to stretch out its neck too much, so it's an extra enjoyment. You're not allowed to um, exert yourself extra just for the enjoyment of the behemoth. It's extra pleasure. Not It's extra pleasure. Little cast and little um, little horses, donkeys. They have a short neck. It's very hard for them to stretch their neck till the bottom of their feet and eat from the ground. In that case, you're allowed to prepare, you pick up a basket with some hay and hang it on its neck, In the specifically if it's in the chatzah, in the courtyard, so there's no problem for it to walk out. They're not allowed to go out of your courtyard. It's considered they're carrying, or even to carmels, it's considered like they're carrying, because again, this is not for Shemirah. You're not allowed to, Throw, throw a grain 
to uh, to to for different birds or chickens. If it's a wet place, why? Could be the the chicken punk won't eat the kernels that you just threw down. It's gonna stay there, become soft, and start to sprouting. And you're over on the Isra of Zareya. So you're only allowed to do it in a place where it's dry and it can't grow over there. So someone's giving food, the behemoth food to animals. You're not allowed to put it first in a sieve, a sifter. To take off the bran and to clean the grain that you're about to give to the behemoth. What happens? The person's not intentional doing it. He's not doing it because he wants to separate the shaft from the, and the brand from the... Rather, what he's doing, he, the reason he's putting in a sieve, because that's the clay he has available over there. His goal is not to sift it. He's allowed to take it in the sift of and put it into the trough, which is where the behemoth eats from. If a person is giving bran, either to behemoth, and what they would do is, generally they would mix it with water, so the behemoth would drink water and get full because it had uh, grain inside, which is bran, uh, what they rub off of it. Um, so you're not allowed to mitzad lush. If the water was placed on Arab Shabbos and it sunk all to the bottom or something, so also the gobble of the Shabbos, you're not allowed to mix it on Shabbos. Also the same reason. You're allowed to pour it from one clean to another clean, so what's on bottom should go on top. That is okay.